episode of the Unknown Pro for you today with my birthday twin, one of my favorites, Kaylani Ricketts. Hey, Samuel. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I really just want everyone to know that we have the same birthday because it's like a high point of my life knowing that. I know. It's such a special day. I mean, before it was like the only time we'd ever text each other throughout the year. So true. (laughs) It was on our birthday and it was like, happy birthday. Oh, the last time I sent you a text was happy birthday, September 1st last year. Very true. That's actually, you know what? Talk about consistency. Once a year, we'll text each other. Boom, done. See you next year. Yeah, really. <laughs> I'm glad we, we upped it a little bit and that we text a little bit more than that now. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so It helps now during quarantine. I mean, there's it's a lot more stuff to yeah. bring up. Not really, though, but, you know, <laughs> boxing classes. That Yeah, that is true. I'm like, hey, what can we talk about now? Because we've talked about pretty much everything else. What can I bring up? Love is blind. Love it. Oh, Don't that was so strong for a couple of weeks. Thank God we had that. I know, really. That was like, that was a good transition to come into quarantine with, Love is Blind. Very I just wish they could could have come up with another season for us during quarantine no that would have been great and so just for those who are listening and watching Kehlani and I are in a group chat with Jordan Taylor and Kelly Crutchman okay and real <laughs> and all we do is just talk nonsense I don't think we talk about many serious things but when when love is blind was on <laughs> or Kelly <laughs> Kelly Kelly needs to get on it yeah like, as three were going at it she probably had about 90 text messages from us it's like, like, God, I hate this. <laughs> yeah. And she still uh, never gave it a try. I don't think she did. She, yeah. I don't she didn't think want to fit in, I guess. <laughs> well, now she'll never know. She'll look at the memes and just be like, I don't get it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, bless. Well, anyway, so enough about our social life, even though it's booming. <laughs> uh, before, before we get started and really dive deep into the very difficult questions I have ready for you. Uh, <laughs> basically oh god Um, (laughs) just to give people a background on you and kind of what you've done in the softball world um you graduated from oklahoma uh boomer sooner boomer sooner uh in 2013 you also won the national championship in 2013 so talk about a good way to go out um you were two-time collegiate player of the year and you were back-to-back player of the year that was i think the first time that that's happened no it wasn't okay cool so we'll take we'll just forget or, yeah i think like danielle oh danielle Laurie did huh yeah someone named kat osterman i think oh, another no. girl named monica oh, abbott and lisa fernandez <laughs> those sound I'll, I'll google those ladies and see what yeah happens. they might ring a bell if you google them wow i don't know where i pulled that from but anyway way to make it interesting Sam. <laughs> wow thanks <laughs> yeah you're welcome uh, um you're four, four-time All-American, so every time you stepped on the field, you became an All-American. Uh, four-time first-team All-Big 12. Um, you were two-time Big 12 Pitcher of the Year. And then after – or you won the Honda Award in 2012 as a junior and then the Honda Cup in 2013, which we do know there's a difference between the two, but we're not sure what the difference is. So, yeah. Well, no, the Honda Cup is, like, for all athletes. So oh. There's a Honda Award for each sport, and then oh. they'll choose, like, the Honda Cup winner. And so I think Rachel Garcia just won it this past year. And before it was, it's a bunch of UCLA girls that have won it. Natasha Watley, Lisa Fernandez, Rachel Garcia. So yeah, it's pretty cool when softball gets to win it. Right on. Cool. Okay. Now I'm more excited and I'm upset that I didn't actually know the difference. So anyway, moving on. Um, You played for Team USA in 2011 and 2012. And then again uh, in 2018 to present. Um, 
with USA, you, you won a silver and gold medal at world championships. And then you are, I mean, you're the career holder for Oklahoma records in wins, strikeouts, shutouts. You hit 50 home runs in college. Um, and then after college, you played with the pride for like ever 2013 to kind of present. Yeah, kind of present. Whenever yeah. when I was off and on with USA. Right. So, last year I just showed up for championships. Like, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's win. Um, and then you were in the Japan Pro League for five and a half seasons with Shoki. So um that's a lot of softball when you look at it on paper. Yeah, man. On paper, ball is life. Yeah, it truly. And then, you know, on your arm and your body, ball is for sure life. <laughs> It sure is. Oh, man. So I, I think I want to talk first about the fact that you were a hitting pitcher, which you don't see a lot. Um, you don't you don't see hardly at all in baseball, but you it's it's something you don't see a ton in softball either. Not only were you a hitting pitcher, but you were a successful hitting pitcher. You were a 350 career hitter with 50 home runs, which is that's a lot. Um, what it what was it that made like because you know there's a lot of girls who hit and then they decide okay i'm just going to stick to pitching when i'm going to go to college or whatever what was it throughout you know you growing up playing being a hitting pitcher that kept you doing both those things i would say um you know when i was younger when i was like 10 to 14 i wasn't always like the ace on the team for pitching so it's like i always had to try to find a way to play find a way to give to the team and stuff and so it was whether it's playing in the outfield, playing first, and I was able to hit too and stuff. And the team that I was on, our club team, I guess we weren't as competitive. We didn't really make nationals much. And so, you know, everyone just kind of hit. Whoever was hitting that day got to get in the lineup. And so that always helped, I guess. And then when I got to college, um, well, going through the recruiting process and everything, um, just hearing from different coaches saying if I was going to be able to hit for myself or not. And Coach Gasso told me when I was being recruited that I'll be able to hit for myself. And a lot of the pitchers didn't really at Oklahoma at the time, like when I was in high school. And, um, you know, I was actually pretty fortunate that she let me still stick with it. I was honestly surprised. I thought for a while she wasn't good because my freshman year was a terrible hitter. I think (laughs) I hit like 200, five home runs. And, um, and I was pitching a lot my freshman year. And so I think at a time she had asked, like, do you want to stop hitting? Do you want to just focus on pitching? And I was like, no, I still want to keep hitting. And so I was fortunate that she was able to like give me that option and that she really did trust that, you know, it was going to come around because I, I think from then on, I, my stats were getting better and better and I was starting to get better at hitting and stuff. But yeah, I think just her having the confidence in me that helped me a lot to, continue to want to hit for the team that's cool that because that could if if she didn't have that confidence in you then I feel like that would have really translated into you not having confidence to continue going with it yeah for sure and I think you see that a lot when hitting pitchers come to college it's like oh is she gonna be able to handle it and it's like it could be a lot and um you know and it's like when they start to take something away from you in that way it's like oh you you can't handle it like you can only pitch like who knows what that'll do to your confidence as a pitcher it's like either one way it'll be like relieving things then the other way it's like oh like can I not handle that so you could have gone either ways like you know it's just I'm fortunate that she let me keep hitting yeah and and speaking of that that mental level that confidence stuff um what was it like for you when you're you know you're the starting pitcher but then you know say say you gave up a run and then 
your second up to bat the next inning, how, how were you able to um, separate it or use it to help one or the other? Um, you know, people ask me all the time, like, what do you, like, would you rather just pitch or would you want to like pitch and hit and stuff? And I think that I feel more engaged in the game when I'm able to do both at the same time. It's like, you're able to help on offense and defense. And, you know, like if you do give up a run or you do like, you're getting hit that, that one inning, you're able to try to redeem yourself in a way when you're coming up to bat, uh, the next inning, like try to help the team out. In this way, it's like, oh, today's not my day with pitching. Maybe I can help the team out hitting. <laughs> yeah. And so I think it's nice with that aspect. I think my freshman year, it was hard for me to kind of juggle both. Um, and so I remember uh, Coach Lombardi, our pitching coach at the time. So she, she, they were trying to like get me to like not be as frustrated on the mound because I wasn't hitting as well my freshman year. Uh-huh. And she was like, you need to figure out a way to like separate the two. And she was like, maybe if you like go take a water break before you go out on the mound okay yeah like just to clear my brain or whatever yeah. and so I went and I would strike out or I'd get out <laughs> with people on base and I'd go out I'd go to grab my glove and coach Lombardi would just look at me and just point to the water jug <laughs> at the end of the dugout and so I'd have to like drop my glove go to the end of the dugout and it was like when I was going to the end of the dugout it was like me leaving the pitching or the hitting side of me uh-huh. drink my water okay I'm going to be the pitcher now <laughs> So, you know, little tricks like that, that I <laughs> was able to kind of separate the two. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. How, how much work did it take to be successful at both? You know, especially because if you were struggling as a hitter, your freshman year, did you then have to put more work into it at practice or on your own? Like how much work went into making you the hitter and pitcher that you are? Um, I wouldn't really... I wouldn't say it was so much extra work just because I was so used to it, I guess. It was just everyone was working hard at practice, and so I just saw it as that way. It's like, okay, I'm doing my pitching, and then, okay, I'm doing my hitting where it's like the fielders doing their fielding practice and then doing their uh, hitting practice. It was just always staying active at practice. Um, sometimes I would have to stay after if I wasn't didn't get enough time with the bullpen or didn't get enough time with hitting with the coach. And so um, it didn't – seem like hard work for me though it just seemed like it was normal it's like okay yeah I'm just staying active practicing with everyone <laughs> another day at the office yeah I, I love it I especially think- now with the USA we like all the pitchers except for Kat and Monica they pitch they yeah. play first base everyone just plays different positions everyone's kind of thrown everywhere and so everyone's constantly active and so especially yeah. with Allie and Rachel and so it's just like okay yeah we're getting this working now this working and <laughs> So it's nice that it's like there's that I'm not the only one that's like being the hitting pitcher. It's, yeah. There's a bunch of us. <laughs> part of the part of the normal at that point. Yeah, it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, that is cool because it, it, especially if it, it, it builds a way for you to just naturally get the work instead of having to try to shed time or figure out how can I fit it in here because, you know, like it, it's it's your craft. Both Both are your craft and both are so important. So you have to have that time to do it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, so Oklahoma, you, I mean, I feel like I just, my Kehlani Ricketts moment from watching you in college, because I, I felt like I knew you because when we were, when I was a senior in college, we played against the Sorcerers in like a state tournament and you hit me in the butt with a pitch. And seems to be the norm for righties for me. <laughs> like of all the places to hit, I'm so glad it was there, you know? Yeah. Like, not the rib cage. Usually it's the rib cage I'm hearing about. Sorry, <laughs> you're not the only one. I don't know if that makes you feel better or not. 
Um, and so from there, I thought, you know what, like we're, we're connected, whether we ever, <laughs> we're ever going to meet and be friends again. I was like, Ronnie Ricketts, I see your hit my butt. Yeah. Right in the tip. Um, but I, I just remember you guys were playing at Arizona. I don't know what year it was. And you hit a home run, you know, that brick wall, Arizona, uh-huh. I mean, into outer space. And I just remember thinking, man, like, she's cool. <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't know honored. why. Cause you, I mean, you've hit so many, you know, home runs in front of people. And I just remember that was the one where I was like, dang, look at you. Okay, Lonnie. I didn't know you yet. I just knew you hit me in the butt, (laughs) you know? So, um, so yeah, so Oklahoma, I mean, you guys did so much, um, in your time there. Um, but I think the cool thing is that you went in 2012 and I'm sure like, you know, we were talking before that this has been coming up in conversation, but that you guys lost in 2012, came back and won in 2013 with pretty much the same team. What what happened to you personally? And did anything t- did anything happen with the team where you guys are like, okay, we're not letting that happen again? Did you change anything? What was the difference from one year to the next? Um, well, I think 2012, it was – we kind of surprised ourselves in a way to make in the championship game. We surprised ourselves, but then we didn't because we felt like we were – the hottest team in the country at the time and you know it's like we we're on a roll and we didn't even think about losing we we're like okay like next game okay we'll win next game and then it's like when we lost the national championship it was in such heartbreaking fashion and you know we yeah. didn't know how to kind of cope with that I guess and even with uh Patty Gasso it's like she's she had won the national championship in uh 2000 but she had never been in that kind of situation where it's like game three you're like losing coming yeah. up so close and so, um, you know, it's actually funny. Well, not funny. <laughs> I guess kind of funny now, seven years now. later. <laughs> not really, though. <laughs> but so uh, the beginning of summer, we lost national championship for uh, the World Series and then went and played for Team USA. And we went, we went to world championships. And yeah. it was like the end of our summer, we lost the world championship in extra innings in heartbreaking fashion. And so I'm just like, wow, this is just not my summer. I begin the summer losing national championship and end the summer losing a world championship. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. I mean, but it was, it was just kind of weird because for me um, in high school and like even growing up when I was just, I'd been, always been like part of championship teams, I guess. So I'd never kind of been on the other side of it yeah. in a way. I mean, when I got to championship games, it's like obviously when like our team wasn't making nationals or right, we were right. 64th place in nationals. <laughs> and so, you know, like in high school, it's like we, we won nationals at my senior year and then we were like the high school national champion. So for me, it was just kind of weird, like, wow, like it's kind of heartbreaking having to lose like two big championships in the same season. So, but I think for us, like as a team going into 2013, um, it's like, we realized that I don't know there's just a lot I think for one thing it was just we were all on the same page no you're like you said it was like no one wanted it to happen again it was almost like we were refusing to have have it again like that was our mentality going through the entire year just from game one and it was just like a consistency of like like consistency of like us not being denied I guess and it was awesome to be able to feel like everyone on the same page with that um and you could see it, especially in a lot of our big games that we needed to win, like whether it's Big 12 Conference or like playing a ranked team or something, or even like in the in postseason, a lot of the big games, 
were one from the bottom of the lineup, I would say. Not in bottom yeah. lineup, like would be the ones getting the big hits off of these really good pitchers or at the top of the lineup, we were kind of struggling off of them. Or is even like Michelle Gascoigne, she was the number two pitcher, but I mean, she was arguably number one with me and yeah. she was winning the big game. She won the last game of the national championship. And so, um, you know, was, we were the same team, but I think everyone was able to step up that next year because, you know, everyone wanted it so bad for each other. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think if we were, if I were to go back and like look at 2012, just looking at the way we were kind of in the national championship, it was almost like people, like we were looking at each other. It's like, oh, Lauren, are you going to hit another home run for us to win? And it's like, oh, she had two home runs. It's still not enough for us. And it's like, people were just kind of looking for each other. Like, oh, like, are you going to do this? Like, you, are you going to do this? Like step up for us. But when it came down to 2013 in every game, when everyone was stepping up and it's just like when it got to the world series and the national championship, it was, everyone was having each other's back. And, you know, I was, I was saying this to a travel ball team yesterday in a zoom meeting. I was saying like the differences between like championship teams that I've been on and teams that, whoa. Sorry, there was a huge B. This is such a good, keep going, keep going. (laughs) Okay. Where was I? And teams that I've been on that when we've lost championships, I would say one of the biggest differences I've seen is like one is just people not uh, just not totally bought into the game plan where championship teams, everyone is bought into the game plan. There's not one person that is like not bought in. And then the other is just, you want your teammate to be a champion more than you want yourself to be the hero when the game's on the line. And I think that's the thing is like a lot of times in pressure situations, you could get up and it's like, Oh, I have to be a hero. Or if you get up and it's like, I want to get some runs on the board for my teammate. Like she deserves this. Like there's yeah. just such a difference in handling the pressure that way. And it's just the fact that like we wanted it so much for each other. I think that is like what made us so strong. That's so cool. And that what, what's interesting is I've always felt this way about softball is that it's a team sport, but like you're doing it individually, you know, like, Oh yeah. I, sure. Yeah. I have to put my best foot forward for Kehlani. Like I have to be the best that I can be first and, and then I can go and I can help be a part of this team, you know? So mm-hmm. everything that you just said makes it sound like, okay, I need to, I need to make sure that I have my teammates backs. So we're all working together and it not any bit of that is selfish. Not any, but it's all for the team. It's all for each other. I think that that's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. And I, it's funny, um, just being on these Zoom calls with all these like travel ball teams and stuff, yeah. just, I start to like realize things. And so like one of the things I was saying before was, um, it feels like it could be such an individualized sport. Right. Like you're the only shortstop. You're the only second baseman. You're the only person in the, on the mound. And it's right. like, even at the, at the batter's box, like you're the only one in the batter's box. So it right. feels so individualized, but at the same time, like when I could think of some of the worst times in the sport or the times that like, I really like needed to figure it out. I look to my teammates, like I find strength from my teammates. And it's like, that's what it's like you, sometimes we just get so much into like this tunnel of like, Oh, it's just us out there. But in reality, it's like, we're way stronger when like we're able to actually take our teammates, like their help and their support in. Oh yeah. Working together. There's, Mm -hmm. it's hard to explain because at any given time, it's one person doing the thing at a time. But when you're like in it together and all the moving pieces are together, yes, it's, it's indescribable to be, to be fair. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Do you think that um, you personally like losing that game um, or that world, ch- uh, world championship, 
the national championship and then the world championship, do you think that that, that changed you or grew you as a competitor? Like, do you think that you, it made you more competitive after that? Um, I don't, it, it changed me as a competitor. I don't know if it made me more competitive after that. I think I was, you know, still competitive, but in a different way where it was like being able to rely on my teammates, not feeling the need that, you know, I have to do it all myself. It's like, Hey, Michelle's just as good a pitcher and like she can get it done too. Um, and like, just knowing that like my teammates are going to have my back and understanding that I think like that puts ease with you out on the mound too. And it's like, you're still able to go out there and compete and stuff. But yeah, I think that would be the only way is just like understanding that I'm still going out there and I'm still going to grind as a pitcher, but like understanding like what's going on, like with my teammates around me, it just changes like the whole vision of things, I guess. That's cool. I think that that's awesome. And, and that's something that you can then take to every other team that you're playing on is knowing how you felt in that moment knowing how you felt before and how you felt after and mm-hmm. being able to, you know, have your, your future teammates or whoever you're playing with now being able to learn from that and feel that from you too. Which is cool. Yeah, for sure. And I, especially going to pride after 2013, it's like going through pride the past however many seasons I was with them. <laughs> seven, maybe. Yeah seven five and a half whatever it was but um it's like we always had such a big pitching staff and like that staff is always so awesome everyone was a starter like the ace of their college team and so you have about like five aces on the team yeah and then jordan (laughs) jordan our closer our mariana but uh so we would have so many aces and so just having to like realize it's not so much of like oh i want to be the number one pitcher on pride it's like I want to be able to help the team out and it's like being able to do my job this day and being able to understand like it's just such a different role from college where college it's like doing your role every single day almost of like being the ace every day where just like sharing the ace role um it was it was definitely a weird transition for me but um you know I think like being able to like kind of pass the torch kind of what we do with hitting like that was kind of the mentality we had with pride and I think that's why the past few years we had such a successful pitching staff like consistent just being able to like pass the torch to each other and just having like close battery in that way yeah oh I remember playing against the pride and thinking okay well which ace are we getting today like no, <laughs> no, no games off here <laughs> yeah it was, it was a lot of fun in that bullpen just being able to learn from them too oh man yeah yeah I can I can only imagine you know it'd be like going in for for me being able to play with Natasha Watley and just sit and watch her do her thing at short and be like I don't you keep playing I'm just gonna I just want to (laughs) watch really batting practice was ridiculous still is yeah I can yeah so fun yeah god um do you do you think that being a hitter helped you get into that role because you know like as a pitcher like you said you're the you're the when you're the ace you're you're out there you're doing your thing every day right as a hitter, you're used to some days you're, you know, you were the winning hitter. Some days you weren't involved at all. Um, do you think that having that mentality of a hitter, like you said, passing the torch helped you to go into a staff after college? You know, now that you say that, um, I don't know if I really saw it that way, hmm. I guess, but and I think that's probably why it was such a hard transition for me. Yeah. And, um, 
but I think like towards the like the past few years thinking that way and thinking like oh, okay like just like I said before like being able to find strength in my teammates like I think that kind of like just helped being able to think the mentality of passing the torch and stuff to the other pitchers yeah but, yeah I feel like softball is just always it's just a game 28 years old still trying to figure out how to I it. not a clue I've got yeah I, really every time I feel like I learned something it makes me realize did I know anything before you know <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like shouldn't I have learned this when I was 12 why am I now learning this I wait yes I, I said this to someone the other day like I wish that I could be in college right now with everything that I've learned since then you know I that would I feel like I'd be a more complete player and I was like wait wait, wait. no now I know how to do this yeah. <laughs> let's go again let's go you know um so so speaking of Team USA um how was it going you were with them in 2011 2012 which 2012 was when we met um uh and then after that you just went you were with pro you were with uh Japan um what was it like coming back especially if you could think about Kehlani in 2011, 2012, and then Kehlani when she came back in 2018. How has that been? Well, it was, I think the biggest thing was when in 2011 and 2012, softball was out of the Olympics. They mm -hmm. didn't know when it was going to be back in. And when I came back in 2018, it was like, softball's back in, let's qualify for the Olympics this year. Yeah. And so such a di different atmosphere in that way. Um, such a different goal for the teams yeah. and everything and Kehlani she was a baby then 2011 <laughs> 12 just having fun with like, we were all college players back then it felt like I think yeah. we had maybe two three girls out of college maybe but yeah. for the most part we were all in college yeah and yeah sure. coming back now it was like there's only about two or three that are in college and so, right right yeah it's so different and then now that with softball back in the Olympics it's it's such a, you know, I see USA way differently than what I used to see it way back then. It's like, I see us, well, obviously it's like, we're the Olympic team and like, right. we're competing for a gold medal in the Olympics, not okay. just world championships Right. that didn't qualify for, for us for the Olympics before. So yeah, right. I think just being able to like the competition and um, just the atmosphere, I guess, with, with that goal in mind, it's a lot different. Did you think, in a good way, obviously. Uh, right, of course, like in a very grand way. Yeah. Did, did you think when you were done after the 2012 season, did you think um, that you'd be coming back eventually? Or did you leave it thinking, bye-bye? You know, I had no idea. I think just with softball in general, everything is just always so much up in the air. And with yeah. the Olympics being out, it was just – you know, international ball was just kind of unknown at, at that time. And then especially at the beginning of the decade and now the end of the decade, how much softball has grown. And then thinking about every year, like we were, we were talking before this, but in 2013, it was like, I graduated college. I went and played for pride and then went and played in Japan. And it's just, I didn't realize my life was going to change so drastically within one to two months. And then even every year since I've been a professional softball player, I'll look back at the last year and it's like, wow, I didn't realize I was going to be here. I didn't realize that, like when I was on the 2018 team for USA, I was like 2017, I didn't realize I was going to be trying out and I was going to be on the team and qualifying for the Olympics. And so, yeah, I think softball has definitely taught me the softball world for us at least right. professional softball has taught me it's just there's always so much unknown especially with this whole quarantine thing like i think 
it's somewhat we've been able to handle this because we are so used to this softball <laughs> life and it's like okay yeah training at home we're used to it uh yeah uh, softballs take it out of our lives we're used to it just keep training and so I think softball players were meant for this. Honestly, every, when, whenever anybody asks, like, how are you doing during this time? Like, what's going I'm like, nothing has changed for me. <laughs> I know. I'm just really, I'm pitching by myself again. <laughs> right, trying to drag Kevin out to hit me a freaking ground ball. It's just the same old May for me. <laughs> Does he hit you ground balls? <laughs> yeah, he's, the first time I took wow. him out was like in 2015, and he, he would throw the ball really, really high and then miss <laughs> it. I'm like, bro let's just we'll figure out the mechanics and yeah I don't trust he has to roll me ground balls <laughs> if he if he, I, he tried but he just tries to hit lasers at my face Perfect. it's like that's I get it you're strong you can hit the ball hard hit me a ground ball but no he just has to roll it <laughs> I love that anytime Kevin does hit like a hard line drive we both are like wow cool <laughs> good job <laughs> oh man yeah no this is we we really do know how to kind of roll with the punches when after college and you're playing playing softball because you don't know what tomorrow is going to look like you don't know if you're going to be playing next you know who knows I mean mm -hmm. um so that that's cool that I mean taking it kind of one day at a time so to speak for for what you've been doing yeah people keep asking me what I'm going to do after the Olympics and it's like I still don't know I mean softball I takes me in some crazy places so we'll yeah. see Life takes you in crazy places. <laughs> it, yeah, it really does. And um, when you went to Japan, were you, did you graduate um, Oklahoma in four years? Yes. Sweet. Okay. So um, when you went, you know, you, you won the national championship, you played with um, pride and then you went to Japan. What was, what was it like going away? Cause you're from California. So going to Oklahoma, you already had gone away. Mm -hmm. What was it like when you went away to Japan that first time you're you know a doe-eyed 22 year old you know when I first signed to go over there I was thinking I'm like I'm not gonna want to live in Japan I'm not gonna like living in Japan I don't know why I'm signing <laughs> and I was like I'll just give it a season you know maybe just yeah. one year and then it's like I get over there and it was so much fun like yeah. I'm sure you could say the same thing it was just yeah. like wow <laughs> Yeah. It's a different type of softball. And the, the thing is, it's like their culture is so welcoming and the girls just love you and they're so welcoming to you. And so um, that made it a lot of fun, and especially with the team that I was on. I played for the same team that Danielle Laurie, um, Shell Smith played for and Kat had played for them. Um, and so it's like they had been used to foreigners for about 15, 20 years before. And so they're very accommodating to us. We were very spoiled. <laughs> um, you know, we, we had our own like, it felt like we were in college without the school, just uh, with how much fun it was. And so I think I just saw it that way. And then obviously getting to explore the country and stuff. Um, yeah, it just, it was a lot of fun. And so every year I'm just like, okay, I guess I'll go back another year. Okay, another year. And then five and a half years later, I'm like, wow, I'm almost fluent in Japanese. <laughs> almost, yeah, seriously. It's like so effortless for you at this point. <laughs> yeah, at least around the softball. It's like, I feel like I'm... When I was talking to my teammates, I felt like I was like totally fluent. And then I'd go out to the grocery store and someone's talking to me and it's like, that is not what I've been learning. You are not speaking Japanese. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Especially Even like talking to like, say your teammates, I'd go up to them and start saying some of the slight stuff that my teammates say. And they're yeah. just like, what are you saying? Oh yeah, no doubt. And it's like, it's like a, their own created language, especially when they combine English and Japanese together. Oh Yeah. 
you're like, you know what? I don't think anybody was meant to understand this except for me. <laughs> yeah, except for these softball players. <laughs> except for, except for <laughs> our little our little circle. But uh, yeah, man, five and a half years over in Japan. Do you do you feel? I mean, and what what a time in your life to be over there in your twenties, you know? And do you feel like um, it helped you grow, or do you feel like it escalated the process of you maybe becoming more mature, or how did? How do you think, looking back on that five and a half years over there, what do you think it really did for you? Um, yes, I think it helped me mature a lot, yeah. <laughs> especially just coming out of high school and college. College, it's like everything's kind of like, you know, coaches are telling you what to do. You have your strength coach telling you what to do. You have, like, I had a nutritionist because I was in Chub Club. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys have that? No. Okay, so it was pretty much the girls that didn't make the conditioning tests are mile. If they didn't make it, they were in Chub Club. And then for some reason, even though I made the mile every year, I was still in Chub Club. Oh Don't know why. Damn it. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, you know, it's just we always had so much help kind of just telling us what to do with our lives. And so it was like going to Japan, just you're on your own in a foreign land, just having to figure out, you know, how to cook healthy, how to right. work out, like figure out my workout regimen. And so being able to, like, learn that whole thing and do it by myself and um and just wanting to experience life outside of softball too being able to travel I you know people would ask like oh do you like to travel and stuff in college and it's just like I never really thought of it I'm like I don't know like yeah do if someone tells us to go play softball in Canada I'm just gonna go play softball in Canada I guess someone tells me to go to Japan but then it was like once I had gone to Japan it's like wow, there's so much of a, another world out there. Like, I want to go to this country now. I want to go travel here and stuff. And yeah. so, yeah, it's, it's really cool to be able to see the world outside of just the American softball right. view. <laughs> yeah, other than the usual softball fields we're at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, I remember sitting uh, in 2012 when we were with USA, sitting in a meeting talking about the fact that the world championships in 2014 were going to be in the Netherlands. And I remember... I remember sitting, this is just so funny because I remember sitting in that meeting, having just just brand new made Team USA in 2012, thinking, oh my God, that's scary. I don't want to go to Amsterdam. I don't want to go to the Netherlands. First of all, hadn't, had barely made the team nat just now. I've been on the team 20 minutes. I'm thinking, that's too far. I'm so scared. <laughs> um, Congratulations. Uh, what? I like Netherlands? The fact that we have to like go to Canada now, you know, it's, it's, I think it's one of those things that once you do it, then you get it. Once yeah, able exactly. To you don't know until you try. Exactly. You know, um, and I, I think that that's cool because it just, that, like you said, you don't know what it's going to bring. So then you're in Japan and then it makes you want to go see this place, go see that place, go do, mm-hmm. you know, it just continues to broaden the horizon. Um, yeah. I get people all the time telling me, it's like, oh, I don't want to go to Japan. Oh, like that's so far. And it's like, you don't know until you try. I didn't think I would wanted to go at all. <laughs> Yeah, I remember being there the first, you know, couple weeks when I was there for my first season with Toda and thinking, I'm never going to understand what they're saying to me. I, I like, I, this is so great. And then all of a sudden, yeah. you're talking to me and not say a word of English. And I'd be like, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you, you preach it, sister. Like you said it. Yeah. Oh, it's man. hilarious. Like when you speak Japanese to them or you say something in Japanese with like someone who doesn't understand next to you and their words are so much longer like please oh. and so like you'll say that I remember saying that in front of my mom she's like oh you just said a full-on sentence I'm like I just said one word mom yeah 
It's a lot of work, this language. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it makes you sound smarter though. I know, right? <laughs> oh gosh. It's, it definitely is a different experience being over there, learning what you learn. And then gosh, for being over there as long as you were. And I'm sure it helped um, to, you know, growing kind of an independence. Like you said, you know, now you don't have someone telling you what to do all that you have to figure out what to do on your own and create your own routine where you're like, this is what I do. This is what I like. And, you know, do you feel like that? Um, yes, <laughs> I would say I, I think I was somewhat independent in college, but I guess I just didn't really know it until I went to Japan. Oh, I guess okay. we all kind of have that our own little independence. And it's just like, once I was over there, it's like, wow, this is great. Like, I really do like my alone time. <laughs> I, yeah. God. I, <laughs> yeah. And that's what I told, I told Kevin the other day, I said, I'm really like, this doesn't mean to come off bad, but I read a lot more books when I was in Japan than when I'm here hanging out with you. <laughs> really cutting into my book time, man. <laughs> but I'll, you yeah, know. sometimes we just have to like go to separate rooms. It's like, okay, alone yeah. time now. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll talk to you later. But uh, yeah, I think, I mean, everything that you've done, it, it's really cool to see, you know, everything you were able to do in college, everything that you've been able to do since then. And the fact that I just, I mean, I've played with you and you are a fun teammate. You, you, you do root for. Thanks, family. You too. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like it's, it's nice, you know, especially because of a position of a pitcher where you've got like a lot of pressure on you already. Cause you're in the circle. You're every pitch you're involved because obviously, you know, so it's understanding when a, when a pitcher might be kind of a different type of teammate because you, you are like the, the ball, the game is in your hands for the most part, you know? Um, but no, you're, you're an enjoyable teammate. You're someone who like, even just nice one, Samu, you know, just stuff like that. Um, it, it's, I think it's really cool, but um, it, it's, it's cool to see how you are continuing to learn. You know, I think that that's, you can attest a lot to why you've been successful all these years is because you're always learning. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. I, <laughs> I think you could say the same thing. It's just one of the things that keeps us going is, you know, it's just like wanting to keep getting better. It's like you finish a season. It's like, okay, like I want to try to do this, this off season, like getting ready for this next season. And it's like, oh, I didn't realize I was going to be playing until I was 28 plus. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's just, it's fun being able to con continue playing a sport for a living somewhat <laughs> right. and just being able to like continue to like want to get better at it and yeah. with it being fun I guess I just said fun twice in one sentence but That's it's cool beginning and end. it's just a lot of fun <laughs> and we have fun and you know trying to have more fun but fun. yeah did I say it was fun did I mention that so do you think softball is fun <laughs> <laughs> Yes or yes. <laughs> yeah, I, and good things, you know, the, the day you stop enjoying it, this the day that it's not fun for you anymore, that's the day that you're like, okay, this is, you know, I don't need to do this anymore. But it's, I, I've been telling this to Kevin as well, because he, you know, he didn't have any involvement in sports or really know much about anything. Um, but I told him, I said, I cannot tell you when I'm going to stop because I'm always going to want to play. I'm always going to love it. I'm always going to think it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Know? those decisions you, you talk to girls that have retired and it's just like they always it's like they just know like that yeah. season is like this is the season and stuff yeah. it's like and so people especially with 2020 with like the olympics coming up a lot of people it's like this is going to change the softball world so much but it's like well right now it's like yeah if the olympics was in 2020 
like I understand like how the softball world would have changed so much after July right and it's just like for me right now I'm just like I don't it's like I don't I'm not telling myself that like it doesn't feel like okay it's time to retire now like after the right. season and like even though I don't know I guess we'll just have to see how the softball world's going to change and just keep going from there just like <laughs> we've been doing just day like, by day every year of this past decade has been treating us with softball I know, that's so true. <laughs> god I don't know what like I, I couldn't picture what life would look like without it so right now our routine is just see what happens <laughs> can I play yeah. cool let's go you want me to go yeah. there cool it's unknown that's okay <laughs> I don't know what tomorrow what uniform I'm going to be in I, that's cool great <laughs> as long as I can have my number I, throw me in a hot pink uniform let's go <laughs> I don't know if I could picture you in a hot pink uniform. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing Toda wears the hot pink uniforms. Oh, you're right. There I definitely faced you with a hot pink uniform. Yeah, but you know what's funny is that was my favorite uniform that we had. Like, I loved that pink uniform. Time out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The what? <laughs> my table is the refrigerator, so. Oh my God. <laughs> Just a moment. <laughs> I'll put my computer on the washing machine sometimes and be like, pause cycle. Okay, we're good. Welcome back, Kehlani. I'm here, guys. No, I was actually- I was telling Sammy before, I was doing like virtual lessons here in the garage and my sister-in-law didn't know that I was in here and she had pressed like, we have a key fob that opens and closes the garage and she had closed the garage on me and I was like mid-instruction and then it just goes black. It's like, excuse me, I'm in the garage right now. Uh, so really visualize yeah, your kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the visualization visualization process. <laughs> exactly. You can't see me, just picture me. Yeah. Well, honestly, thank you for sitting and talking to me. I think that we talked about a lot of cool things just with everything that you've been through and that everything that you've done and your thought process along the way because, you know, it's been Sorry, you got cut off. But oh. I think you were saying thank you. So Yeah, I was saying thank you. So I really yeah, I thought you were just listening intently. I didn't realize you were frozen. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I just think it's been cool to learn kind of your thought process through everything um, that you've done, everything that you've been through and how, how softball has rewarded you in, in so many ways and that you just keep giving back to the game, you know? So, um, so yeah, thanks for, thanks for chatting with good old Samu. Well, thank you so much for having me, Samu. I'm so honored. I was really nervous after seeing your last podcast. Like, wow, she's going in on these girls. I hope my questions aren't as hard. <laughs> no, first. So thanks for having me. And thank you for, okay, you just have such a special personality. So I'm so glad that you're just sharing it with the rest of the world, not just us softball players that get to see it and in the group chat. So I'm so glad you're doing this podcast. Good luck with it. Thank you, Lonnie. That's so nice. I, you know, I try to make sure I get the best gifts I can in the group chat, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely are in first place for the gifts. I try way too hard to get it to your level, but. Dude, some days you day. do real good though. Some days you send some real good ones. Yeah, make like once every two months. You are like a daily one. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, time to send another one. But, oh, man, thanks, Lonnie. That means a lot to me. And uh, I hope that I can see you in person soon and that we can maybe hug instead of be six feet away. I don't yeah. Know. Right. not like a virtual hug <laughs> i know right that's just that'll do for now i guess but um, yeah. <laughs> have a good rest of your day and you know happy friday have a great weekend and um i'll catch you on the group chat all right thanks for having me Bye. Bye.